what's up, y'all? Happy Halloween. Uh, I hope you're having the spookiest day ever. As you can see, I have decorated the studio. I went to Spirit Halloween, and I got some spooky stuff. I hope you'd like it, because it was fucking expensive as shit. Um, but today, I am happy and excited to announce that we have the first non-binary person on HRT. I will hold for applause. Thank you. Their name is Tony. They've been a supporter of HRT for a long time now, and I'm really excited for them to get to tell their story and maybe share some insight on the non-binary experience because God knows it is misunderstood. Um, in other news, besties, now you are so, so, so missing out if you are not subscribed to the Patreon. Uh, I just dropped a whole extra exclusive Patreon-only episode. It's like two hours long. Uh, I know a lot of you really enjoyed the last episode with Nate, so I sat him down. I forced him <laughs> to sit down with me and uh, watch and react to the new uh, Jubilee trans conservatives versus liberal trans people, with, you know, the one with Blair White and Sasha Allen, that one. Uh, Y'all, if, you know, we you thought we laughed hard the last episode. I have i don't think I've ever laughed so hard while being truly angry at the same time. A lot of these authors are also activists. They're, they also they're, don't tell trans men that they're going to go through menopause. Right. There's a lot of issues with trans men. Wait, Buck what? Angel talks about that. <laughs> um, a lot of missing out if you're not subscribed you'll get a whole new episode just for you the link will be in the description below and uh if you're broke and you don't want to do that uh at least join the discord because bestie it's free and all i'm trying to do is bring our community together damn it so just work with me <laughs> uh make sure you follow me on all platforms including insta and tiktok at hrt podcast and I hope you guys have the best Halloween ever and you are in your spooky little era. Thank you so much. Let's go talk to Tony. Bye. I'm loving the shirt, by the way. It's giving Thank Halloween. Thank you. Halloween. Hell yeah. I got this one too. I didn't want to put anything uh, on my wall. So, yeah, this, this is where we took are. me forever to do this whole chaotic mess I have behind me. But <clears throat> it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but it's fine. <laughs> but the day this will be released, it'll be Halloween. So, yeah, we, we're pretending that it's Halloween right now. <laughs> uh, but let me start by asking you where you are from. Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Sadly. Wow. Dang. What's it like in Oklahoma? Uh, not good. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, I assume, just, I assume not. It's just bad. Like, we're not really the South, but we're also not the Midwest. I don't know. Mm. Kind of in the middle, but mm. just bad. Yeah. Have yeah. you, like, experienced anything yourself where, like, anybody's um, been mean to you for being non-binary? Well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but like the state as a whole is just awful. So Oklahoma, not yeah. great. <laughs> we got that covered. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, 
I wanted to ask you if you are, you told me that you're on hormones, but I mm-hmm. wanted to know how long you've been on hormones. And since you're non-binary, what led you to want to be on hormones? So I've been on T for almost three years, if you can believe that. I look like this, <laughs> but that's fine. you got a whole beard going on over there, and I'm just, I don't know. Um <laughs> But I started on like the gel instead of injections. So I think it was like a like a slow ramp up situation. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So three years you said and started on the gel and Mm -hmm. at what point did you you switch to injections? Yeah, I did. um, Like I started, I was really nervous that I wasn't going to like what was happening. And I was like, well, I can always just stop. So I started at a really low dose of the gel and then went up to a typical dose of the gel for like a year. And I still was like, um, hello, (laughs) what is, what is going on? So then I went to a high dose of the gel and that actually just did the opposite. It sucked. It was bad. So really, yeah, Hmm. apparently if you have too much testosterone, um, your body will turn it back into estrogen. So right that was not good no that kind of (laughs) sucks yeah the gel that i had was weird it was kind of like uh i don't know i don't want to say a lotion because that sounds weird but it was like not clear it was white and it goes on the inside of your arm every day Hmm. yeah now with the gel is it like do they tell you where you have to put it it says on the bottle so like usually when i see people's videos online they're putting it on like the outside of their arm but mine always said the inner arm and i don't know i figured i'd follow the directions it was on the bottle but it's not (laughs) what everybody else was doing so i don't know yeah i wonder why different ones i don't know i don't know if it wasn't because it wasn't a gel or i don't Mm, know right maybe but at what point did you switch to injections again um it was probably almost two and a half years on gel and i was like this is not nothing's happening nothing's going on (laughs) like my voice just like halfway dropped and then i was like halfway in between and so um i switched injections and it kind of i don't know dropped a little bit more i don't know if that's normal or not now are you on sub q or intramuscular sub q Okay. So okay. sorry. So sorry. <laughs> I know you have grudges or something. <laughs> I know you have grudges or something. No, you're fine. I accept you. You're sub Q life. I get it. We'll get over <laughs> it. It's fine. Uh, now, how do you feel about shot bay? It's okay. I kind of gaslight myself into like this. Nothing's happening today. What are you talking about? I'm not. It's fine. There's nothing going on. I'm just really good at gaslighting myself i guess maybe that's That's not good now when you're actually doing the injection do you have like shot anxiety about it or are you a trooper with it i can ignore what's happening until i'm literally holding it right next to my leg and then i'm like and then i just do it and it's it's (laughs) fine but for literally half a second i'm like (laughs) i hate that second this is the worst second of all of them yeah like there's a needle on my skin so it freaks me out. <laughs> Not fun. Not fun at all. Um, do you have like a shot routine? So my shot day is Friday and I work like a half day and I always go to the gym afterwards. 
So I come home from the gym and shower and then get all my shot stuff set up. That's fun. Do it that way. Uh, what do you do for a living, by the way? I'm a lab tech, so kind of a scientist, baby scientist. I don't know, something. That's so fun. Oh, my God. I test <laughs> STDs, so Ooh. that's great for them. <laughs> uh, how old are you, by the way? I forgot to ask. 27. 27? Dang. Yep. Getting, getting old. <laughs> uh, so you have a shot routine. It's on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And you're, you said your shot anxiety is not that bad until you're going to do it. Yeah, I'm really good at tricking my brain into not thinking that it's happening until I'm like holding the needle to myself. And then I'm like, mm. it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fine. that one second you have to like, yeah, be like, it's what else am I going to do? Got to put and it I'm, in or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we're already here. Might as well do it. I don't know. Yep. Let's just get it over with. Do you find that sometimes it's more painful than others or no? Yes, mostly on my left side. I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but I suck at doing my left side because I'm right-handed and it hurts more. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Am I dumb yeah. or what? Do you sit down when you do it? Yeah. Or you stand up? Yeah, I sit on my toilet when I do it, so like I try. I'm I also do too. really bad. I'm really, really bad at remembering what side I did the last time I took my shot. So I remember because it. the left side traumatizes me because every time I'm like, I don't know how to hold this. I'm right-handed. <laughs> I'm like reaching across. I don't know what's I going on. Like, I don't know how I do it. I think no matter what my right hand, no matter what leg I'm doing on, my right hand is always pushing the syringe down. But you go from like the outside in, right? Even though you're on the other side. Or do you go... Because you can't do the inside <laughs> of your leg. That would... You're right. No, that'd be terrifying. Oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> I don't like the thought of that. I don't like that at all. I bet you could, but like, yeah, I bet you could. Why would you? I oh, used to do it in my um, stomach when I first started because it's a lot less scary for some reason. I don't, I don't know if mm. that's just my brain or not, but um, I don't know if I would want to do it in my stomach. Maybe it's just because I've spent so long doing my legs, but like. I don't know. That kind of freaks me out, the stomach. I've never thought about that. I have a decent amount of little squish. Uh, <laughs> and since I do sub-Q, <laughs> just grab the squish. So it doesn't hurt as bad as the leg, but mm. I kept getting bruises. And, like, mm. I don't I don't know why. Do you – with sub-Q, do you – are you ever, like, sore? Is your – like, sometimes I get, yeah. like, sit down. I'm like, Ow. What the fuck? Yeah. My shot day was like three days ago. Why does it hurt uh, still? Well, maybe not three days is a little extreme. I, I was thinking the night of, because I did mine yesterday after work and like last night when I was laying in bed, I like rolled over on it and I was like, mm. yeah, not fun. Not fun. Um, But also congratulations for being the first non-binary person on the podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited about this. I wanted to ask you, um, do you, do you plan on getting like top surgery or any surgeries in the future? I did have top surgery actually. Nice. How this was that? shirt would not fit so flatly if I <laughs> if I did not. Slade, <laughs> how was that? Where did you go? So I did have top surgery in I wrote it down because I'm the worst with dates. December of 2021. 
and I went to Dr. Doolin in Texas. Dr. Doolin. Sounds like Dr. Doolittle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Not quite. Uh... <laughs> Not quite. You said you're wrong. Um... <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? How was that experience? That was in like the heat of the pandemic, no? Kind of. Texas didn't really do the mm. pandemic um, and neither <laughs> did Oklahoma. So by 2021, they were like, what pandemic? <laughs> like, we don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That's so true. Texas Nobody just didn't could go, do pandemic. <laughs> yeah, they just like skipped it. They were like, no, thanks. I don't know. Um <laughs> That's so but true. I couldn't have anybody go back with me, and that was really nerve-wracking. I don't know if you could have somebody go with you or not. Yeah, I had my mom and my sister come with me, and they like waited in the waiting room. Oh, okay. So my husband came, and he could go in the waiting room, but he couldn't like go back there with me. Mm. That's unsettling, so. especially if you're like nervous and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Were you nervous? Yes. <laughs> I was so <laughs> nervous. Um... <laughs> I did go somewhere that doesn't do drains, though, so that was great because that was really making me scared. The whole scared. drains thing. I don't like yeah. that. Many of my guests have said that the drains were no fun. I think, who was it, Luke, that described them as being like snakes in your chest? Or like, or like worms or something? Is that yeah. what he said? I don't <laughs> yeah, remember, but like I was that. like, ugh. Yeah, gross. I'm so glad I didn't get drains. Uh, but you got double incision? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. That drinks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and that overall experience was good. How was the recovery process for you? It was good. I So I decided not to keep my nipples. And so the healing process was a little bit different because of that. I could shower the next day. I didn't because I felt like shit. But um, they're like, you mm. could take a shower if you want. I was like, no, thanks. That's... <laughs> What if it just no, like scary. comes open? I don't. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I so I, I, I could I go in four days without showering. Four days, <laughs> gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I probably did too, just because I was like, absolutely not. I'm just gonna yeah. lay here. I don't know. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> so I got to see my chest the next day. Mm. I literally went yeah. in and they took everything off because i didn't have the like little nipple cover things right hmm. yeah that's cool now i've actually never known is it a choice to keep the nipples versus not keeping the nipples mm-hmm. that's cool. yeah or at least with my surgeon it was i don't know if some surgeons are like you have to or or they don't do that i don't know but i could choose and it was a little bit cheaper so deal i didn't slay um (laughs) i was like all right fine (laughs) i love that deal (laughs) and i didn't want to worry about them falling off because that's scary Mm -hmm. yeah i know it doesn't really happen that often but like still i've seen people get their nipples taken off and then tattoo them on later on i have thought about that yeah i've thought about it i don't know though i might do i have well it used to be an underboob tattoo, whatever you call that <laughs> now that there's not boobs there. Um, so I want to like continue that upwards maybe. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing like the nipple tattoos, just do like a whole chest piece. Hell yeah. That's not yeah. badass. I think you should. It hurts <laughs> so yeah. bad though. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm really nervous hurts, about that. It hurts the most where there's less fat, I think with mm-hmm. tattoos. And that is a very like, 
Yeah, like right on your like sternum. I I've, I've read yeah. that that's the most painful place. Ugh. Not to talk you out of it or anything, but well, I'll probably still I'll probably still do it. I love mm. tattoos. I just I don't have fun while it's happening, but I get that. I get that. Yeah, I've heard people say that they're not painful at all, or like they're just like a cat scratch, or like it's no. just like unless guys, your cat is you know the what devil. Hurts. Like it's bad. It sucks. I have like this little fish guy and this little on my elbow. That sucked. It hurts so bad. Oh yeah. My both of mine, I have one here and then both my arms here. Mm -hmm. The one here, the closer it got to like my wrist, the more I wanted to cry. I don't know why, but going down the arm was terrible. Awful. And then I have like this guy goes like kind of almost in my armpit. Oh, I feel the armpit hurts. It hurt a lot. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that though. Thank yeah, I'm you. afraid to get that part of my arm done. But like, I haven't done the part. inside of my arm because it's scary. Yeah, it's a very sensitive area. No thanks, dude. You'd think I remember going to get my first tattoo. I was like, I'll be fine. I have to inject myself every two weeks. Just give me like a piece of cake. It was not. I like almost fainted. <laughs> like I did the opposite because I had all of these tattoos before I started and I have piercings too, obviously. But I think it's because I trust them that they know what they're doing and I don't trust myself. I'm like ah. like I'm doing my own shot. I'm like they're an expert. They <laughs> know what they're doing. I'm not. I'm just like sitting in my bathroom like a weirdo. <laughs> trying to stab myself like a weirdo yeah <laughs> i do get a sense every time i take my shot i do get a sense of like this is kind of weird of me <laughs> yeah this is kind and of I'm odd always like, is it weird if my husband just like walks in here and i'm like like crouched oh. on the toilet like a weirdo <laughs> hunched over <laughs> he wouldn't because he's he would walk in and pass out he wouldn't but like <laughs> have you ever had somebody like in the room while you do your injection no, I showed him one time because for some reason I was really nervous that like, I don't know, my hands would fall off the next day or something. I was like, what if I can't do it? Like, what if I wake up and I don't have hands anymore or something? <laughs> and then you have to do my shot for me. So I was like right. trying to show him how to do it. And he was like, well, I can't watch you do it. I was like, all right, well, then I don't know what we're what I'm teaching <laughs> you for. because This is not going to work. If you can't watch, then what are we doing? Could have to get somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. He, Showing he can't. Somebody is, it's a very intimate thing I've learned <laughs> trying to show somebody how to inject hormones. We've been married for a hot minute, so I don't. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I, uh, I've had a couple people. I've had a cis man who knew nothing about anything do my injection one time it was in like the early stages of my transition medical transition and he was just like can i do it for you and i was like sure why not (laughs) a friend or like a stranger (laughs) on the street because like (laughs) a friend i'm gonna need some more context because if you're just letting strangers inject you then i am judging you for sure (laughs) no i probably should have preface it was my friend yeah okay but, okay fine yes yeah um <clears throat> anyway sorry i got a little sidetracked there um <laughs> wanted to ask uh when did you come out as non-binary um 2020 so i was a covid baby covid trans <laughs> COVID <laughs> like everybody baby. else i love that i think uh, and i like yeah. um so I graduated college in 2019, 
And while I was in college, I worked full time at Starbucks and I just didn't have time to think about, I don't know, my feelings, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was just so busy that I wasn't, I was just distracted from yeah. everything else. So then I graduated in 2019, started my new job. And then in 2020, that job shut down and I was like, well, now I have literally nothing to do. Um, so I guess I'm going to think about what's going on here. <laughs> Sit with my feelings for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And is that the first time you questioned your no, gender at all? Not, or have you been... <laughs> not even close. Not even close. So I bought a binder online in high school and just like hit it underneath all of my stuff so that nobody would find it. And I was like, this is a totally normal cis girl thing to do. <laughs> like, totally fine. Totally, so totally funny. fine. Did you wear it to school at all? Or no? uh, yeah, yeah, I did. And I wore it like all the time. And I was like, cis girl. <laughs> Slay. Girl boss. Like, <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I don't I don't really understand. I didn't make the connection in my brain. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching all these like trans guys on YouTube like getting top surgery and I was researching like top surgery surgeons. I was like ally. <laughs> ally. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I'm Did such a like good think... ally. I just want to be informed. So I just <laughs> like I'm here to support you guys. I'm really jealous that you get to do that. But like, great. Did you think that like you just were a cis person who didn't like their chest? Like, is that? Yeah. Do you think that was your train of thought? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get Which that. <laughs> I I know that that happens. That's mm. not like the weirdest right. thing to ever happen. But at the same time, I was like. Oh. <laughs> Where did can I ask where you bought your binder from? Was it from like a a trans company? I think it was Underworks. Mm. I had Which a couple because I had right? the. I think so. I don't know if it's like for cis men with what is it like gynecomastia? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's what it's for. Um, mm, maybe I did have a GC two B. I think is the so the order those that the those best. letters and numbers go yeah. in. Those that order of letters and numbers, I will. Why do they do that? Why don't they make it like Underworks makes yeah. sense? But why would they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it stands for. I have no idea. But it's like in I don't know in my brain. <laughs> yeah, GC2B. Never forget mm -hmm. you. Um, <clears throat> that's funny though that you <laughs> thought you were an ally. I love ally. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, from like what age would you say you kind of knew something was a little? little mm. <laughs> in your life <laughs> apparently i mean i don't remember this at all i either have the worst memory or like i don't know rep repressed memories maybe i don't know um but my mom told me that whenever i was little i was like having a little tea party with my bears and i just like looked up at her and i was like i want to be a boy and she was like mm. well you're not and i was like great shove that down forever <laughs> Never mind, I Great, guess. Moving on, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um so you said you came out then in 2020? 2020. Right, you yeah. started you started on was in 2021. Mm -hmm. Uh <clears throat> Now, what was that like when you came out? What's your coming out story? 
Um, we can start from the good and go bad if you want to go <laughs> that way. <laughs> sure, any way you we'll want to start go. at the the positive, I guess. Um, so I told my husband first, and I was honestly so scared. He's like the nicest, chillest, most soft, sweet man ever. Um, but I don't know why I thought he would be like leave <laughs> i definitely Get thought up. he would be like well we're getting a divorce so you can just go and i was like okay <laughs> that's what i was prepared for but um i don't know i think i hyped myself up for the worst so i was mm -hmm. expecting him to say that and he was like okay dope <laughs> and he was like so how do pronouns work and so we you know he wasn't the most educated uh that's fine so I was like, ask me literally whatever, because I don't want you to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer all your questions. Now, that's cool, though. I mean, like, I think that people or people who don't understand trans people fail to realize is that you don't necessarily have to be educated in order to be a good person. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you can be like, OK, I don't understand at all, but like, good for you. You know, like it's not yeah. that hard. <laughs> or like if you're gonna ask questions, just don't like be a dick about it. Right. Yeah. Or respectful questions. So don't don't ask questions that you wouldn't ask somebody who's not trans. Like you don't go to a normal cis person and like, hey, what's in your pants? <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> it's just common sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's cool that uh your husband didn't have really any problems with it yeah was he was, just like awesome dope what are your pronouns moving on <laughs> i was like uh i think i'm non-binary so i it would be great if you could like use they them pronouns for me and then we'll just see how this goes and he was like okay i can do that oh. so now was he the type of person you think that like was he ever surrounded by anything lgbtq plus in his life no <laughs> no see that's we, like impressive <laughs> so we've been dating since high school um so and we live in a small town ish in oklahoma and there's not i mean there is queer people at our school but definitely no trans people and the mm. people that were gay were like if you were friends with them you knew about it but kind of on the down low so it's not like right. there was a whole lot of I don't know, queer people in our school. Did you two ever talk about, like, trans people prior to you coming out? Yes, because I watch all the trans content. I'm like, you want to watch this movie? There's, like, a trans woman in it. And he's like, oh, <laughs> like, sure, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool, though. I think, you know, every trans person, that's the most important part, I feel like is telling your partner or getting mm -hmm. your partner to be there for you. Because, um, I mean, at least once you hit a certain age, like once you're around like 22, 23, where mm -hmm. you're like maybe no longer living with your family and you're living with your partner, you're like, okay, I can maybe handle it if my family doesn't really get it, but I need yeah. this person to. Because we cool. had been married for five years, if I'm doing the math right. We'd been married for five wow. years whenever I came out. I know we got married like straight out of the womb. It's, <laughs> I, I don't know, <laughs> immediately. That's cool though. Um, so yeah, we had already been married for five years and I was like, <laughs> surprise. 
<laughs> to be cool honest, enough. if he was like picking up the clues, it, it wouldn't have been a it wouldn't have been a surprise. I got like five binders in my drawer. I like shop in the men's section. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you think like he had an inkling at all? Um, maybe. I don't mm. know. I think maybe he did, but he also does not pick up on details. So he's <laughs> like he's very man. he's very <laughs> cis man in the way that he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> no uh, details. Kill to live like that though. <laughs> that would care. be great. Oh, that'd be bliss. Um, how about your family though? So not good. Um, <laughs> I texted first of all it was during the pandemic and i was like we were trying not to be around each other also i was a little bit of a bitch and i texted my parents because i was scared <laughs> that um, doesn't mean you're a bitch though that's i how, like, that's how a lot of people and sent the same it. text to <laughs> both of my parents that. and okay. it was a little bit of a hot mess um my mom she said uh Basically, this doesn't make any sense to me. So tell me if it makes sense to you. Um, I love and accept you, but you'll always be my daughter and I'll never call you they, them, you know. So I'm like, okay, what does <laughs> <Oogie>. that mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not really what accept means, but like. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my mom said the exact same thing. You'll, yeah. I, I love and accept you, but, you know, you'll always be a girl to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah. like. She didn't even believe that. She didn't even know what she was saying because now uh, she calls oh, me he, him, my, and Cody all the time. Like, my mom believed it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not fun. She's she's standing behind that. So still, after yeah. how many years has been? Three, two, yeah, three years. Wow, yeah, that sucks. Do you guys like talk at all? Yes, she thinks we're like besties. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm so confused about it. I don't know. This will probably turn into a therapy session if we keep going on my mom, but uh hey, that's completely fine. <laughs> I she just thinks we're besties. I, well, she calls to tell me about all of her problems and all of the things mm. going on in her life, and I'm just like listening and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Throw some she hers in there and you know. Yeah. Now, how do you kind of cope with that? If you um, talk to her all the time. Not well, I would say. <laughs> not well, Cody, not well. I would say my therapist is pissed that I never take her advice. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know, I'm not very good at boundaries. Um, and I'm, I've literally never corrected anybody. I just am like, mm, okay, that's great, cool. Sits there and just dies in peace on yeah. the inside. Yeah, yeah no, and then that. I'm like, don't even hear the rest of whatever you're saying because I'm like, mm, great. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's most trans people. Like, I don't know where we got the narrative of like, of like yelling at people down and correcting them. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where that came from. From what? Like the handful of people on like TikTok who like probably weren't actually trans, like who are just playing with yeah. the thought of gender, like doing like, who, those are the people who are actually doing it for like, to be trendy where like mm -hmm. i don't know bottom line is that trans people are more afraid of you than you are of yeah <laughs> i'm terrified <laughs> of everybody and everything all the time <laughs> that's no, just how does. i live <laughs> now do you think you'll ever hit a point where you're not going to be able to 
deal with your mom like misgendering you all the time and stuff? I do spend a lot less time with her than I used to. It's kind of hard because my whole family lives in the same town. Like I could anybody in my family is like five minutes away. Um, mm. So I don't know. <laughs> so you live close to them. You still live mm -hmm. in the same state. As yeah, gotcha. we all live in the same town. So mm. that's rough. That's right. Yeah. Do you think you're like a family oriented person? Or no? I mean, ki kind of. Yes and no. I would I would like to be. If right, you would yeah. just like be nice to me, then great. Like I would come <laughs> over there. I have um I have four adopted siblings at my mom's house, so that makes it difficult too, because I want to, you know, be there for them and right. know. how is the rest of your family? <clears throat> with you being my there. dad was a little bit confused you know the meme that's like you got the right spirit but like mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like well i don't know what else to call you but i'll do my best and i was like okay like that's that's great fair i guess yeah and he um his best friend actually has a trans son and so they go to little meetings together at the equality center and that's cute what? Wow, my dad and his tough. friend they like it's a parent like support group thing for people with trans kids um wow so honestly didn't even realize that that was like a thing didn't really realize i mean i don't know existed. if that's everywhere or if it's just um the equality center i live next to tulsa and the equality center is great if anybody out there lives in oklahoma they have some Ooh. cool little groups and things that's dope. Now I love that that because usually you would expect the mother of a trans person to be a tad more accepting than the father. Yeah, and I love that like your dad being <laughs> cis man is like going to these parent yeah. things. <laughs> I love that. That's that's he great. wanted to go to the pride parade with me, but he he's in a band and his band had a gig that night, so he couldn't go. Um, but they like set up all of the booths and everything at noon. So he like went early and got some little pins and stuff and like took a picture and sent it to me at the pride parade. So that was cute. Oh, that's so <laughs> wholesome. Are your, are your parents still married? Or no, no, <laughs> that checks out. That would be interesting. huh? <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> that would be interesting. No, they're not. Thank God. <clears throat> wow. Do you, you said you had siblings? Mm -hmm, I do. I have a brother. How does he handle it? Um, I would say worse than my mom, which is worse. No, I feel because usually you're like younger people. You're gonna be like, yeah. you're gonna be with yeah. it. You're gonna know what's going on. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. Damn. Are you close with him? Not particularly. Not really. I just see him at like family functions and things but i'm not texting him and be like hey what's up mm. like want to hang out because <laughs> no i don't <laughs> yeah i don't want to hang out he texted me um i don't i think it was after i made my top surgery appointment but before i had had surgery he texted me and said that he thought i was taking this trans thing a little too far and i was gonna regret <laughs> it and i was like oh. <laughs> great uh that's like saying, like, you're taking this whole your identity thing a little too far. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like, excuse me? Don't know what to say to that, but that's cool. God. Do you, what do you do in those situations? Like, how do you cope with that? You just, like, mm, ignore it or? Well, 
I don't know. He threw a lot of other things in there. So most of what I was responding to, and because he texted it to me. Oh, here comes a cat. Um, and he had texted me saying like he has um two two and a half, we'll say, uh, kids. <laughs> She's <laughs> pregnant right now, so two and a half. Um, Got you. And he texted me and said that um, if I wanted to talk about gender stuff with his kids, like, don't. And I was like, oh, oh okay. God. I never even, like, he's three. <laughs> you think <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, dude, <laughs> did you know I used to have boobs and now I don't? Like, I'm not. I'm, we're just chilling. We're just hanging out with the kids. And so, I don't know. Yeah. He thinks I'm going to try and indoctrinate his kids or whatever. That is such a hurtful thing to say, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like those are your those are like those are your nieces and nephews. Like that's yeah, that's a horrific thing to say to somebody. I'm so sorry. Because like I don't know yeah. if my sister said that to me. Because I have a almost two year old nephew who I love so much, and she if she ever said that to me, I think my heart would break in two, and I would never stop crying. Like yeah, yeah. Fuck that. It's hard like, because I do i do want to hang out with the kids it's kind of the same thing like with my mom i want to be there for the kids and like i don't know one of them could be gay there's there's a lot of them so uh <laughs> i want them to know who to come to because it's obviously not any of them so i just want them to feel comfortable you know someday if they exactly. want to talk watch, to me about watch that. them watch one of them and like question their gender identity one day and mm -hmm. you know you'd be the perfect person to talk to that's um, what I'm saying. So like, I wouldn't you want that as a parent, like someone in your yeah. life that could help your kid in like any situation? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, don't get I would think so. Um, I'm not a parent, but yeah, that's well, messed up. And as if like that's what's on trans people's minds. Like, I don't. I'm not interested in educating your kid on transness. I'm just like, yeah. trying to live my own life. Like, yeah. <laughs> And it's not my kid. Like, why would I? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, uh, if you want the real tea about when I it came out, <laughs> you're like, yes. Let me grab my drink real quick. <laughs> yes. The the most dramatic part um, was a whole church situation. So, mm. uh, um, I I didn't really go to church, but my husband did. Um. And we got married in the church that he used to go to. And he was in the band and, I don't know, did all that stuff. He plays drums. And um, mm. so I had come out to, like, everybody close to me individually, like friends and everything, had told them. And then I made, like, a Facebook post where I was like, if you want to be dumb, please unfriend me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, basically is what I said. And so I was friends with the pastor's wife on Facebook. So I'm assuming that she saw that. And I'm assuming mm -hmm. that she told him because the next week he preached a sermon about me at oh, church. God. So that was Were great. you there? No, I, th <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. I think I would literally just like. <laughs> yeah like become Fall a turtle apart. and hide like that would be yeah. traumatizing either way it's traumatizing 
like yeah but my husband and my friends were there and yeah that was that was awful because who else who else could he be talking about he i guess i don't know i wasn't there but apparently he was like preaching a sermon about right and wrong and like sin and whatever and he (laughs) he was like did you know there are people out there who don't even know what gender they are and it was literally like a week after i came out so who who else are you talking about bro (laughs) at me next time Yeah. Because it's the lack of education for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. And what do you think was going to happen? My husband would be like, come back next week and be like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> We're all friends here. <laughs> no, that's, that's not what happened. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. So I'm guessing he said, what, that you, you're a sinner, I guess? And you're confused. Probably. Is that, I, yeah. yeah. You need to be yeah. saved. That's confused. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> great that's cute (laughs) i think i'm fine actually thank you (laughs) (laughs) now okay correct me if i'm wrong here i'm not non-binary so i'm not 100 percent sure but like the part where you said he said that there's people out there that don't know what gender they are yeah now to me that seems wrong i feel like it's not about not knowing what gender you are it's Mm -hmm. knowing that you're you don't feel like you're either not that you don't know like if anything you're yeah you're sure like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like i've been thinking about it for for a while actually yeah. thank you for asking <laughs> yeah it's not about being confused god yeah yeah not good so oh, my god. my friends that went there and my husband uh left <laughs> after that yeah. Cause they were, my friends were part of the band too. And so was my husband. So they lost most of their band. Um, they lost a lead singer, guitar player and drummer in one day. So good luck yeah. with your yeah. music. That's what you get. God. <laughs> Fuck that. And now were you at all like religious at all before this? I don't know. Um, I would say I grew up really religious and that's the reason that my mom is so I don't know the way that she is, is a whole religious thing. And so (laughs) I grew up that way. But in high school, I was like, Mm. I have questions. (laughs) Yeah, I'm questioning things. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. And since then, have you gone back to any church? No, (laughs) I have trust issues. Yeah, no, like that'll do it. Like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, they don't, you don't want me there. I don't want to be there. So it's, it's fine. For something that claims that they're so welcoming and loving yeah. and will help will welcome you in with open arms, like not really like, <laughs> closed no, arms. Like, <laughs> dead ass. Like you just made somebody feel like so unwelcomed and so outcasted. Like and if that's your goal, good job, I guess. Like Yeah. Yeah. I don't think God cares all that much, but go off. And nobody from the church has like reached out to us since then my husband had been going there for a really his mom used to be the youth pastor there so he's been going for a really long time and after we left nobody's they're not like hey guys what are you up to like they don't care <laughs> that's fucked up yeah that ain't right i'm sorry that you had to get the drama yeah. the drama <laughs> <sighs> lots of it when it comes to the church man jesus yeah for real um 
Now, I wanted to ask a little bit, and we could keep, at any point, keep going back to, you know, your coming out story, you know, if it relates to anything. But um, I wanted to ask, as a non-binary person, do you have gender dysphoria? I do. I definitely, like, chest dysphoria was my worst. That was the worst. Because it's just like starting your day off on the wrong foot. Like, just go to get dressed and you're like, mm, well, everything sucks and I hate this and I want to be here. <laughs> so that was that was the worst. And it's a lot it's a lot better since then. Good. Um, I don't know. I do have hip dysphoria because my hips don't lie and I wish that they <laughs> would. I, I wish they did lie, but they don't. I have never felt something so... <laughs> deep in my core before like, i'm sure that <laughs> some that people one. would would love to have the hips that i do but i don't want them and you can you can have them yeah me either i don't want mine either not fun you know people it is talked about a good amount i guess but i feel like uh for at least non-binary people and trans people or trans men that's like a huge dysphoria inducing thing is the hips. yeah it's like yeah. huge How, like, i gotta wear pants every day I mean, I guess I don't have to, but, like, I should. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's not much you can really do about it. Like, there's no, no surgery for that one. No. Like, it's just... I, actually, I think you can do, like, a like a body contouring thing, like a liposuction mm. thing. I don't mm. think that I want to do that because it seems like it the recovery like process would suck. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm when you have top surgery, you can so just, loud. like, lay down. True. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Hip dysphoria, not fun. Um, no. <laughs> now, do you think gender dysphoria is in any way different for non-binary folks than it is for binary trans men and women? I I think the social dysphoria definitely is. I think the body dysphoria, prob- I mean, it depends on the person because there's obviously all kinds of non-binary people but um like me and you could have the same dysphoria we just like interpret it differently hmm. that's you know a cool what i mean put it like yeah. if like maybe we have the same type of dysphoria but in my brain that doesn't like equal a gender like it does i don't think i don't feel like i have a gender right. um so just because you have chest dysphoria doesn't mean mm-hmm. you feel like a man yeah, I guess. That's Definitely cool. not a man. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I guess I've never thought about it that way. Um, yeah. Now, <clears throat> moving on a little bit to more about non-binary people in general compared to binary trans people. Um, t- non-binary people are like so misunderstood like yeah (laughs) we thought binary trans people were misunderstood like jesus like jesus (laughs) i think it's because people have a frame of reference for like i don't know if you're because people say like a girl that wants to be a boy or whatever and like that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they're like Mm -hmm. that makes sense from like one to the other like you feel like the body that you were born into is wrong but like for non-binary people a lot of the times people don't medically transition. I did, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to. I mean, binary trans people don't either, but um, I think people just get confused about it. I it's think not it's not as straightforward. 
it's yeah, it's not as straightforward, and it's also just like not talked about enough. Like it's talked about now more than ever, for sure. In a bad way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not in a good way. It's because it's still the like the more confusing one. You know what I mean? Like it was. Mm-hmm. It's like how I think about it, how I think about it is like I mean, first you know everyone had to understand and digest what being gay was, and then once they did that moved on to trans women and like had to digest that and then like oh trans men are a thing too okay still digesting both of those things oh and now you're gonna throw non-binary on top of that like we're not even we don't even know how to do that yet and i you know i I think that's probably why it took me i mean i guess i didn't come out super late in life but like later than i probably should (laughs) have if i would have paid attention a little bit because all that i was seeing was like trans men and i was like well that's that's not me. Super cool that you get to do that, but <laughs> that's not who I am. Yeah. Um, so I just didn't know what I was doing. Now, how do you feel? Because obviously, it's definitely frustrating that non-binary people are f- even more misunderstood than trans people as a whole. Um, but when trans people exclude non-binary folks from the transgender umbrella... That's just, it's just like an extra jab, you know, yeah. it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like we could, we have a lot to relate about probably if you ask or if you cared, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. cause they just think that if you're not doing it the same way that they are, then it's not, it doesn't matter. And it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to watch uh, that new Jubilee video with yes. uh, Blue White and Sasha? You <laughs> watched it? Yes. Oh my god. I won't say that I watched the whole thing because there was so much eye rolling that I I couldn't even hear what was happening because <laughs> my eyes were rolling so hard. <laughs> I oh, just Blair. <laughs> yeah, I god. just watched that entire thing with Nate, who mm-hmm. was on the last episode with me. We just did a whole reaction to video to it on Patreon for anybody who wants to check that out. It's like two hours long. You're getting a whole new fucking video, whole new episode. So be sure to check that out. But to talk about it a little bit right now. Oh my god. <laughs> like yeah. And why did Jubilee put that one non-binary person in there to like fight for their lives? Come on guys. Mm-hmm. Like come on. Yeah. That's that is a solid point. There was only one non-binary person there. Yeah. The and moderator like, was not really moderating either. No, no. <laughs> is that a moderator? Like, I don't think so. You heard, you heard the moderator in the back be like, "Pause. Can you guys can you guys pause? Can you stop?" When they're yelling at they each just, other and they're yeah. like, "Whoa, whoa." <laughs> absolutely ridiculous i think the camera guys are just like look at this content like we're just gonna (laughs) exactly they only care about the content they didn't give a shit Mm -hmm. about anybody's actual feelings there but i said it uh, a little bit with nate the other night when we were watching uh because i was paying attention knowing you know we were gonna record this episode and whatnot and I was paying attention to what Blair was saying. And at one point she was, her whole spiel was about like how she was offended that non-binary people are a part of the transgender community. She was like, you know, you can have your own thing, be in your own lane, whatever. But like, I didn't struggle this much. I didn't go through all of this just for somebody to make fun of whatever, or like make a joke out of it. Yeah. And I was like, girly, if, you are, if your like experience, if your story as being a trans woman is that fucking fragile that you can't let anybody else be like 
in a part of your community that doesn't specifically mirror what you went through mm-hmm. like that just goes to show like you're you're fragile <laughs> like yeah and you can't share <laughs> like what the and fuck? it's not like we're capped out on members of the trans community like there can only be so many and then nobody else is allowed in like what i don't understand calm right. down like, that's called that's called gatekeeping transness and it's so funny yeah. because i've gotten i've gotten hate comments under i think actually it's a video of blair where i'm calling her transphobic on tiktok and she's saying obviously something transphobic as she and, does <laughs> yeah and the comments are saying that i'm me i'm gatekeeping okay. transness <laughs> for calling her transphobic because she's trans like i can't okay great <laughs> Okay. I don't. Great. Whoever decided to invite her was obviously just in it for clicks. Yeah, a hundred percent. But if you, if anybody who's listening wants to hear more about that Jubilee video, go check it out on my Patreon. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, but I have actually a, que- a question for you from somebody from. I have a few actually, but one fits into this next topic or next question that I'm gonna ask you. Uh, their question is it's from eli in the discord how do you find the community as a whole is towards non-binary people i know there are roadblocks between all trans people and the rest of the lgbt plus people in general but was curious if it's more difficult to feel that acceptance from the other trans and queer people so i just kind of talked about that a little bit but i fortunately any other queer people that i have met have been amazing super great and they get it um i don't know if that's just a chronically online thing for (laughs) trans people that are like gatekeeping i haven't met any i in real life i haven't everybody's been super great so i don't know that's good that is always a win (laughs) maybe they're not the most educated maybe they have some weird questions for me Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) that's fine and look, there's, there's a lot of trans people out there that they don't necessarily, they're not necessarily against non-binary people. They're just not as educated. Like even me, like I'm, I would say I'm more educated on binary trans people than I am on non-binary people. And I'll always be that way because I'm not non-binary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, I don't know, people, as I said before, it's okay to not understand and still be a good person especially yeah. if you're trans because you should know better mm-hmm. <clears throat> um now i was going through some of the discord messages in the one of the channels i think it was the pod ideas channel um but you mentioned that uh society sometimes sees non-binary folks as not trans enough but somehow mm-hmm. somehow also too trans to be cis yeah. And I remember reading that at the time, being like, damn, I want to talk about that on the podcast because that's that's a fact. Yeah. I just I don't know why everything has to have a box. I know that it makes it easier for your brain to put things in categories and but it's just that's not really the way that life is. <laughs> it's not right. about categories. Um I don't know. Do you think that not do you think that, but like I guess you're right. That is that's the problem is that you're seeing gender as not you, obviously. I mean people in general. People are seeing How dare you <laughs> <laughs> people are seeing 
gender as either really masculine or really feminine feminine Mm -hmm. and there is no in between and there is no outside of that either like yeah and it's funny because the word androgynous has been around fucking forever like (laughs) like i don't know isn't it like haven't no i don't know if this is right but (laughs) (laughs) we were talking last episode about queer history with nate and i remember Mm -hmm. since then i watched tiktok I forget who it was, but it was this girl and she was talking about how non-binary people have been around a long time. And I can't remember if she said they've been around longer than like binary trans people, but like she was showing like tribal symbols and like pictures on rocks and stuff about how like in ancient times, non-binary people were a thing and they would go by like they, Mm -hmm. them and stuff. And it had like this whole thing. Two spirit people that are like native american two-spirit people Mm -hmm. and i live in oklahoma and a huge portion of oklahoma is native american and so we do actually have a pretty big like two-spirit community really bigger than i would say probably most states just because of the amount of native people that live here um so there's quite a few two-spirit people and that was pretty much (laughs) She's coming out again. Um, <laughs> and two-spirit is basically that, from my understanding, I'm not two-spirit, so, but from my understanding is, like, um, you have both the masculine and feminine spirits, like, within you, so you're, like, a two-spirited person on, like, both sides sort of thing. Mm, that's cool. I recently, not recently, recently, but fairly newly have just heard the term two-spirit so mm-hmm. we always have like there's a two-spirit flow in the parade here i don't know if that's normal or not but there always is yeah. here and there's a lot of two-spirit flags and signs and everything around here that's interesting i haven't i don't know if i've seen that at pride or maybe i've just haven't realized but that's cool i'd like to learn more about that one day Assuming. i would too i don't know that much about it Honestly, I I am Cherokee actually, so maybe I should <laughs> maybe I should educate myself. <laughs> I do know we have a, a two spirit person in the Discord, and I think that's that's where I kind of learned more about it. But definitely interesting. Um, now I wanted to ask you, um, how do you think the process of realizing you're non-binary is uh, different mentally? then realizing you're like a binary trans person like do you do you think you could put the process into words i think it's kind of the same in that like you feel like obviously your gender assigned at birth is not doesn't feel comfy for you so like that part of it and the dysphoria that i had personally anyway um but like i said it took me longer to figure out because i was like well i'm not a man um so it's just like an extra an extra step because it's more confusing for other people and i feel like it's also more confusing like coming out to yourself Mm -hmm. at the same time did you find that like really hard to do because like even coming out for me as as like realizing i was actually a boy was hard enough i can't imagine like not even like understanding myself what i was feeling you know what i mean yeah and i think that's why i took it so slow with like my the medical stuff that I did decide to do um like I started low on the testosterone because I was like maybe maybe I'm not gonna like it so we'll just start 
low and then I can stop if I want to. And that's basically like the approach that I took was just take my time, figure it out, mm. talk to my therapist. So when you rerouted my apply. When you realized that you were neither a girl or a boy, like, because many of my guests state that from a young age, and me too, uh, like, we know that we're not the gender we were, you know what I mean? (laughs) And (laughs) it's circling me. (laughs) Is there anything in your childhood that made you feel like you were neither? Like, you know, I've shared many memories about like where I should have known I wanted to identify as a boy because like someone would call me sir in public and I'd be like, okay, that was really affirming. But did you have yeah. anything in your childhood that you were like, okay, maybe I'm neither? I definitely did not really care about gender. Like as a child, maybe that's a normal child thing where you're just minding your own business and you don't really care. But my mom used to put me in dresses and as soon as I could like dress myself or like voice what I wanted to do, I was like, no, that this sucks. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. And I would always be just like running around shirtless in the backyard with my brother playing outside for Mm -hmm. probably too old. I've been told, um, (laughs) like my neighbors moved in and they've told me this, that they were like, we saw you outside in the backyard with your shirt off. And we thought that was super weird because you're like a girl. And I was like, oh, like, I just didn't even, I don't know. I was just hanging out outside. I don't know. First of all, free the nipple. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> why like, does it even I was, I mean, I was probably like six or seven. I don't know um, mm. when they moved in. But I just never really thought about it that way. Mm. Yeah. Until everybody told me that I, I should be thinking about it <laughs> that mm, way. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I have another question for you uh, from the Discord from G. They go, so my question is, was it harder figuring out how they wanted to go about their transition? I know for me, I played around with the idea of being tr- a trans guy, but something just didn't feel right. I never wanted to be perceived as a girl, so I changed my pronouns and started dressing more androgynous, but also wasn't a trans guy because I still don't want to be perceived as male, so I don't think I'll ever go on T. Hope this makes sense. Yeah, and that's that's what I was scared of starting testosterone because I don't, I don't know, I don't really want to look like cis man sort of thing. Um, I get that. <laughs> it's definitely hard because when people are like, well, what's your goal? Cause even like my doctor would ask me when I started testosterone, like, what's your goal? And I was like, I just to feel comfy in my skin would be cool. I just want to feel better about it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think you want to like, cause you said you don't want to pass as a cis male and you mm-hmm. obviously also don't want to pass as a cis female. So yeah. do you think that sweet spot for you is like, like I'm guessing, I guess I'm asking in like, you know, if you're in a public place, mm-hmm. like how ideally, like how would you want like somebody like because you're you're more transmasculine, right? As you said, mm-hmm. and we're gonna discuss more about the difference between gender identity and gender presentation. But do you think you are more comfortable in a public space with people maybe assuming that you're like a cis male or even a trans male? 
Yeah, I for sure. That's the whole that's why I decided to do um, the injections instead, because I even after being on the gel for like two years, everywhere I go is like Miss Ma'am Lady, which I don't I don't get it. I feel like if you look at me, you might at least be confused for a second. I don't. <laughs> they just come straight out the gate with the ma'am. And I'm like, oh God, I'm not even that old or anything. But um, I just, it would be good if, if when people's first impression of me was either one confusion, that's fine. You can be confused. <laughs> that's great. I was um, going to ask, do you want people to like no you're non-binary do you want to give that non-binary-esque like when you walk into a room i think uh yes yes and no like i feel like other queer people are going to pick up on it they're going to see me and be like that's a that's a they them right there if i've ever seen one (laughs) 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 but like your average cis person in oklahoma who might want to i don't know harm me or yell at me if they thought that i was a man cool you can assume that and then i'll be a little bit safer if you Mm. think that interesting yeah Yeah. now luke actually has a similar question and you might have already answered but um he said uh luke said mine is kind of similar to g's but i was also wondering how were they able to differentiate differentiate thank you them knowing they were non-binary versus uh, questioning if they were binary trans person. I feel like when people do very rarely, by the way, call me sir or something when I go somewhere, it still doesn't feel quite right. Mm. Um, it's better than ma'am. Like I'll take it. Um, I've thought about, because I've people have like they, he, and their pronouns or whatever if you're gonna pick one i would uh i would hope that you pick he or i don't know masculine um i don't know no i don't think the general public is gonna see people and gender you as non-binary or just start using they them pronouns for you at least where i live that's not gonna happen which is like it's not hard to do like not really (laughs) i go to i go to starbucks with my mom pretty often and there's somebody who works at Starbucks. I'm not sure how they identify. I don't know. So I always will say they because yeah. I am Gen Z. I'm also trans. So like <laughs> yeah. I I know what to do in that situation. And many of my cis friends would also know what to do in that situation. You just yeah. – you, you say they when you don't know. Yeah. And my mother, not that she's transphobic or anything like that, but – she has just wrapped her head around the whole binary trans binary thing. Trans. So she she may not understand, you know, what non-binary is. Unless when you explain it to her, she's like, oh, okay, I get it. But like in that kind of social situation, she would assume, you know, she wouldn't, her mind doesn't go to, hey, I don't know right now. I should just say they, which like, right. I don't know. If you just become educated on it, it's also like sometimes I feel like it's more embarrassing for the cis person to get it wrong. Like 
Yeah. If if you go up to somebody <laughs> and you, you you know you just misgendered them, aren't you embarrassed? Like yeah. like don't you feel yeah. weird? Like just play it safe and say and that. I like, it's funny cuz I actually used to work at Starbucks for a long time um while I was in college and I can tell you everybody that works there is queer. So <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but one time I had this old man, I was taking his order and I had this old man come up and he probably just wanted a black coffee or something. I don't know. And he was like, thank you, sir. I mean, ma'am, I mean, I'm so sorry. I don't have my glasses on. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He like didn't know what to do. So he just backed out and was like, I can't see. I don't know. I I don't know who you are. And I was like, great. Do you want sugar or what? (laughs) Like, There's 10 other people behind you. I don't have time for you to figure this out right now. You can call me whatever you want oh blames it on his eyesight that's really funny <laughs> he like leans in like squint and i was like i i don't know you're like i don't think squinting is gonna help you <laughs> which Ugh. that was before i even like came out or transitioned or anything and that used to happen to me all the time just because i have this short hair that people were like confused <laughs> Jeez. now how would you and some of my questions for anybody listening some of my questions might seem a little like obvious like that maybe they seem like stupid questions but my goal here is to just hoping that there's somebody out there listening to this that doesn't understand what non-binary means and whatnot my goal is to just kind of have you or me educate because I feel like people would get it if they just took the time to listen. Yeah. So that's why my next question for you is, because non-binary people are so misunderstood, how would you go about explaining to a transphobic person what non-binary means and how it feels? To a transphobic person, uh, I think I might <laughs> skip that. But to a person that's just like confused, maybe, um, yeah, that's how I be. always think about it like um, if – this might sound a little woo woo witchcraft. I don't know. Um, but if you just like close your eyes and think about your like soul, like who you are on the inside without your body. When I think about who I am without my body, I don't have a gender. I Mm. just feel like I don't, I'm not connected to either one. So why would I, Mm. why would I do that? Why would I force it? It could just be me. Mm. I like that. That's cool. I, you know, I don't think I understand what it's like to be non-binary in the slightest. But I think, because there was a time in my transition, it was way before I started hormones. When I was freshly trans, I definitely was somebody who did not understand the they, them pronouns. I didn't get it. I don't think I was ever transphobic towards it. I don't think I was ever an asshole. But I was uneducated and I did not understand it. And well, I did too. So I, <laughs> it's just I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, which is like okay. And I think when it clicked for me, that's when I sat down with myself and I was like, okay, sometimes like I don't know. I guess I had this image in my head that I always had to feel masculine in order to identify as a man. Like, and I realized that like there's times where I don't. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Cis men are not always the most masculine. 
Right. So, and like, I don't think a cis man, it always feels masculine either. Like no matter if they're a little girly pop or not. Like <laughs> I, I realized that like even cis men aren't always thinking about their gender either, I guess. I don't know how to put it. but like, I don't, to be honest, I don't think that cis people think about their gender at period all i think they i think they just <laughs> that like, must be nice it is like straight out of the package i guess i don't know how that works but i asked my husband one time like how how do you have weird gender feelings like what what are you doing and he was like no <laughs> just never thought about it i was like what do you mean you never thought i've been thinking about it since i don't know i was 12 or something it's the only thing on my mind <laughs> yeah that's all i'm thinking about all the time i just don't Bliss. think they think about it and I mean, I thought that like, I don't know, like I have my moments where I feel very masculine and like, I'm like, yes, boy, hundred percent. And, <laughs> but like, there's other times where like, I don't, f there's never a time where I want to feel feminine or like a girl, but mm -hmm. I don't know. There's moments where I feel like nothing, like I don't feel a gender and not so much to the point where I considered myself non-binary at any time, but I don't know. I I think that's when I was like, okay, then if I feel like this, then a non-binary person, like, yes, I get that. I 100%. Yeah, they you know probably I mean? just feel like that all the time. I mean, that's yeah. how it is for me. I know that there's some non-binary people that feel like both genders at the same time or like, mm -hmm. or a couple of different genders at the same time. True. Um, but I just feel like I don't have one. Now, how, if, if you feel like both genders, and this is just me kind of thinking out loud here, um, if you feel like both genders, does that, can that fall under gender fluid? Right? I think that that's what a lot of gender fluid people, or gender fluid would be like going back and forth, like one day they feel one way and one day right. another. Um, hmm. Right. Is it bi gender? Mm. Both. I don't know. Maybe. I could hmm. be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I'm a gender, but I don't know bi gender. Yeah. Uh, but many binary trans people are able to pass in public, uh, and non-binary people, however, can almost never pass because a lot of non-binary people choose to not medically transition. And I think, you know, you said you've had, you've struggled with passing in public too. Like, have you, I know you said that it's been a struggle for you, but have you ever been in a public situation where you're like, where you maybe wanted to pass as cis, as a cis male for safety reasons or anything? I usually lean the other direction. Like, for example, mm -hmm. if I'm there's not a whole lot of places around here that have gender neutral bathrooms. I don't know why mm. just get it together, Oklahoma. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but if I have to pick a bathroom, I'm going to go in like the girl's bathroom because 80, 80% of the time when people see me, they, she, her, me or ma'am or miss or whatever. I think that that's most mostly what I look like. So I'll, go in the women's bathroom i do like wait to see that everybody has come out of there and then i like mm. scamper mm. in there or if somebody mm. comes in i'll like wait for them to leave because i i don't want to make anybody uncomfortable i just want to pee men's bathroom is probably gross and yeah. i feel like i look less 
I don't know, masculine. I think, honestly, you're better off because men's rooms are disgusting. I don't use them. That's myself. what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> and if I, if I did have to use the men's bathroom for something, I would probably have my husband come with me. Mm. Yeah, like a bodyguard situation. <laughs> yeah, like the buddy I... system. I'm always I, when it, it's an emer- when it's an emergency and I have to pee in public. I'm like, all right, I've got to fucking do it. I stare at the door and like I'm like, okay, like two people just came out and that's my chance. And then I obviously don't use urinal, so I have to go in the stall. And then I'm just yeah. like, if anybody comes in right now, they're gonna think I'm taking a fat shit because Which, like, like I apparently can't. the guys' bathroom that's fine they do that all the time in the women's yeah. bathroom p- people wait for you to leave <laughs> in the mm-hmm. men's bathroom they don't right <sighs> it's a fucking bathroom struggle for us man i hate it yeah it's it sucks <laughs> uh now we talked about uh a little bit about gender identity versus gender presentation and i was hoping maybe you could help maybe people who don't understand the difference maybe explain a little bit the difference between the two so for me, even though I don't feel like I have a gender, like I said, I would be more comfortable if people were to perceive me as either neither or masculine-ish, like masculine of center, I guess, is technically the best way to put it. So I usually dress in a way that will put me, I don't know, towards the masculine side of things. Mm-hmm. Right. That's cool. And... For some, I don't know, I guess if I really was in a dangerous situation, then I would like, I don't know, women's, I don't know how to, I don't know how to look like a woman, I guess. I don't know how to do that anymore. (laughs) I was going to say, maybe I could look like a woman, but I don't really know how to do that anymore. Um, But I know that some people like um, non-binary people that don't want to transition in one way or another, that they'll like go back into their like cis mode um, when they go out so that they're not hate crimed mm-hmm. <laughs> or harassed. I know trans men who do the same thing. Oh yeah. Like I'm I don't think it's the same, but I know Clara from my episode of him when he, when he goes through like TSA or like in an airport or something, like yeah. he'll try to look a little bit more feminine just because it's a fucking scary mm-hmm. world out there. And if you're handing somebody your ID and that's what it says on it, mm. I, yeah. yeah. Which the whole X, do you guys have the X marker, gender marker? No, I don't think so. I think it's just MRF for us. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do, do they do that in different states? Some places do. And I, I don't know if I want to. It's kind of like a catch-22 because you're you're outing yourself if you put an X on it. So that could potentially put you in a dangerous... If you get pulled over, the cop, you have a X mm. gender marker or something. But also it maybe would like make it less confusing if you come up to my window and I look like this and I have an F on my... I don't know, I sound like this and <laughs> have an F on there. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that, like, a police officer or something, if you get pulled over, like, you think it would be more scary if they saw, like, the X on your on your ID and didn't understand what it meant and had a bunch of questions? Or if I, they assumed you were a cis female? 
I don't know, to be honest. I'm just going to drive the speed limit. and <laughs> yeah. no, dead ass. Gonna... I'd be obeying the law. <laughs> but our it'll probably not happen while I live here because um, the Oklahoma governor actually passed a law that you he like banned X gender markers on on anything. Jesus. Because he sucks. Why? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why? What the fuck is they, the point? Um, there was one person that changed their birth certificate to an X because they live in another state and all of their other documents had X's on it, but they were born in Oklahoma. So they changed their birth certificate to an X and our governor saw that and he was like, got to stop that right now. That is a threat. So he passed a law that nobody else can change their birth certificates. Ridiculous. Which is also a problem now for binary trans people in Oklahoma because some of the judges are like, well, it says right here that you can't change it. It's a whole thing. That's like stupid because that's like nobody's even like being put in danger like that's like not even like yeah like, like, why does it matter like the bathroom law like you, how do you even have an opinion on on the idea it's my id and it's not harming anybody like yeah. what i don't get that mm -hmm. don't get it. um so i have a question i do you how do you identify yourself first of all like, like you're, would you, yeah, like, <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> like if, if you were to say, if someone would say, how do you identify? Like, do you say non-binary transmasculine? I usually just say non-binary if I'm just like trying to, cause at this point, good or bad, most people have heard what non-binary is. So they have at least mm -hmm. something of an understanding of it is probably like Demi Lovato, but <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> so I usually just tell people non-binary but if it's like another queer person that's asking me then i don't know i go a little bit more into it like trans mask you know now can a is trans mask because trans masculine falls under does that fall under gender identity or gender presentation that's gender identity i mean i i guess it could be either technically now can a cis person identify as trans masculine I think the trans part would be the right or does trans masculine know. usually fall under people who are non-binary i think it's usually non-binary or trans people because there are i don't know i put if we're going to do like a hierarchy of like the, mm -hmm, right. <laughs> the titles i would put non-binary at the top but i would some people might put trans above that and then non-binary you know I don't Got know. It, yeah. No, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Um, like the pronoun hierarchy, but like <laughs> identity hierarchy. I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, so I guess this falls back to like the when we were talking about Blair a little bit. She, like somebody like her, was mad that non-binary falls under the transgender umbrella. And there's yeah. a lot of transphobic people out there who feel that way. Now, I don't know. I, I kind of just got to thinking, and I was like, is there any non-binary people out there who aren't exactly happy with non-binary falling under the transgender umbrella? Because sometimes I I don't know. I guess maybe if I was non-binary, maybe I would feel a little, like, hidden, I guess, because mm -hmm. transgender – not. Um, 
binary trans people get talked about way more than yeah in a in a good way than non-binary people and i feel like maybe if there was you know if they were two separate things maybe non-binary people wouldn't be so hidden how do you feel about that well there are sometimes non-binary people don't identify as trans like that doesn't fit for them sometimes i don't know i think it's more of just like a personal thing because when i first came out i was like okay maybe i'm non-binary but i'm not trans though so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) and then i was like trans literally means that you don't associate like with your gender assigned at birth so that that is literally the definition of how i feel but i think if if non-binary people do like if they're gender fluid and they are you know connect with their gender assigned at birth and other genders as well then maybe they wouldn't feel trans right that makes sense i mean it's true like i don't know where everybody got this narrative that trans means trans woman or trans man yeah like so i don't think it's a bad thing that it's an umbrella because some people like the umbrella and some people don't but i've never had like a non-binary person be like gatekeepy about it to me Mm. okay cool um now my last little question here i I want to talk about a little bit about labeling your sexuality when it comes to being non-binary and maybe how that works. Like, do some labels make you uncomfortable or how would you label your sexuality now that you're non-binary? Well, I actually came out as bi in high school. Um, solve the problem for me, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that works, I guess. <laughs> but, like, how do you think other non-binary people then go about it? When who, Non-binary people who only have an interest in men yeah or women i've seen non-binary people say that they're like in a lesbian relationship or they're in a gay relationship or i think it's just a personal like how you feel about it really um Mm. not every non-binary person is going to say that they're bisexual or pansexual um Mm. that just happened to be the case for me so yeah (laughs) lucky you (laughs) well I honestly, I think I don't, as a binary trans man, I don't even label my sexuality. I think labeling is, just makes everything too confusing and it's just like we're all people. So. Which is also what question my husband got a lot whenever he would tell people that I'm non-binary or I'm trans or whatever. And then they're like, oh, so are you straight still or like what? Mm. <laughs> and that, or even when I came out, people would ask me, so what about what about him is he is he straight still <laughs> i was like mm. it's weird that we're talking about this but um spicy straight is what he says <laughs> <laughs> spicy straight i like that he's like mm, uh, not really <laughs> yeah i mean like i've had straightish. i've had girlfriends i've had conversations with past girlfriends and whatever of like what their sexuality is now that they're with me and i don't know uh, one of them were like, I'm just straight. Like, you're a man and I'm straight. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, valid. And then, yeah. you know, somebody else maybe would be like, I guess that means I'm pansexual. Or like, I don't know, mm-hmm. dating a trans person, like, you don't, doesn't mean you have to, I don't know, change your, anything about you or your yeah. sexuality. You can just say, I'm dating a trans person. 
or I'm just yeah. I'm dating a woman. I'm dating a man. I'm dating yeah. a they them person. Like it's I don't just... know why you have to have a like a specific word for it, right. which is right. I think how my husband feels about it. Because after I came out, he's like, I it doesn't change, you know, how I feel about you. So slay, and that's how it should be. Is what it is. <laughs> that's called real love. <laughs> I hope so. Um... <laughs> now. I remember having this conversation uh, with somebody once that by call like if somebody who's dating a trans person because like at one point my ex girlfriend would call herself bisexual just because it was the easy way but say she didn't necessarily have a interest in women but she mm-hmm. called herself bisexual because she was with me. I remember having the conversation. We we were just talking. She wasn't, you know, trying to be transphobic or anything. But, like, I was like, now, could that be considered transphobic because I am a man? Like, you're not bi. Like, I'm not a woman, so you're not bi. You know what I mean? There is something weirdly icky about it. Yeah. Like, if your intentions are right, then, you know. But it is kind of, like, weird. Like, if my husband were to just say, like, yeah, I'm straight. I'd be like, <laughs> like <laughs> right? You sure, yeah. bro? Because like, I, you're still here. Exactly. Like, you have to be a little like. I know. think he just realized how how fluid everything is. It's not not it's right. not as rigid as you think it is. Right, but it's also not like you don't have to call yourself bi either, though. I don't know. It's. Yeah. But I also wouldn't want to call myself queer for some reason. Like, I don't label myself. I could just say I'm queer, but I don't want to, <laughs> you know? I have just because it feels like a shortcut. Like, because <laughs> I'm, I'm like all the things that are in the middle, right? So I'm like mm-hmm. bi or pan, and I'm like, I don't, also I don't have a gender, so right. it's kind of here. Queer fault, queer is just everything, right? Queer also is just, is queer also gender too? Or is it just sexuality? I, I would say so. Yeah, I think right. it depends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> now, all right. So in the beginning, you said that you are a scientist, which I think is incredibly dope. And we were having a conversation oh, about the biology behind gender and whatnot. Yeah. And you gave me a good idea. Of kind of doing like a biology crash course thing on gender. Yeah. And I'm going to leave the floor to you because I know nothing about biology. I failed biology in high school. so <laughs> How did you pass if you failed <laughs> biology? You had to have at least taken that one test or something. A lot of tears and a lot of please. <laughs> <laughs> Beg for that passing grade? or uh-huh. that's, that's pretty much how that went. But uh, I'm going to give the floor to you a little bit to explain gender to me in a in smart terms <laughs> smart terms <laughs> well um i'm not like i'm not like a real scientist okay i do have a degree um <laughs> i do have a bachelor's in cell and molecular biology so i'm uh, somewhat qualified scientist not an expert but <laughs> okay great yeah i'll take that <laughs> scientist um but i always just think about especially religious people in my experience mom if you're listening (laughs) um are always saying that like god created man and woman and like that's it so you can't that is you're just born as what you're 
that is what it is and you can't change that but like that's not true (laughs) because there's so many intersex people out there it's more than we would ever think and i saw a study that was like um like 1.5 to 1.7 percent of people are intersex which is the same amount of people that have red hair if you think about that Mm -hmm. it's a Mm -hmm. lot of people that's what Um, that's i like i have i have friends who have red hair so like it's enough i'm married to one (laughs) i know a lot of them (laughs) yeah like that's a lot of people yeah yeah so i think that there's more there's more variation than we think so if we just like i have my little notes here so if i'm looking over to the side it's because i don't want to be dumb (laughs) for sure um so if you start like not gender because obviously sex and gender are different but like biological sex is also not binary the same way that gender is not binary so if you like if we zoom like zoom all the way in to your dna we'll start real small (laughs) i don't know if you learned about dna if you failed um i failed but i did i did learn about it like the spiral staircase situation with the the letters Mm -hmm. on the steps Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so you have the little the letters that are on the steps of the spiral staircase and like those sequence of letters make up your genes got it so a genes is just the sequence of letters that are in your dna got it if that makes sense i think it makes sense (laughs) (laughs) okay great so dna is zoomed all the way in zoom out a little bit and then you have genes and then if you zoom out a little bit more then you have chromosomes which are made up of all of your dna and genes right Mm. So, um, obviously the transphobes like to say that you're either XX or XY and that's, that's what it is, but that's not always true because you can have, you can have just one X, you can have XXY, you can have, you know, it's, Mm. there's a lot of different things that could happen there. And people who are intersex, they have one of each. It depends because there's a lot of different intersex because you could have um, like the codes in your DNA that code for your genes could be a little bit different than what they typically would be. And then Mm. maybe your chromosomes line up with what should typically, um, but sometimes they don't. Hmm. And so... Do you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I was just going to try and reiterate what you said to make it make sense to me. But uh, so biological gender mm-hmm. is also is that it's can, pretty can that be considered fluid. like on a spectrum. Yeah. Then, yeah, okay. for sure. Because there's all of these different steps that there could be something different happening than that you would typically expect to happen. And so um hormones i don't know if you know technically that hormones are like little chemical messengers in your body that like deliver the messages to do things Ooh, i didn't know that <laughs> they That's are fine. so hormones are like messengers and so when they deliver a message somewhere they have to bind to what they're bringing the message to and if they don't bind correctly either if the hormone is the wrong shape or the receptor is the wrong shape then maybe they don't bind correctly or maybe your body's making too many hormones and then it's binding all over the place and you you know have a lot more than you should 
Mm. Um, so do, is that what happens when like cis people who don't identify as trans, like when, because there's cis people who need to be on hormones, right? Yeah. Like is that so? Like if you have low T, or if you, I think a lot of people figure out when they're trying to have children, and then for some reason they realize that they can't. It's probably a hormone thing, mm. and then it might be because your body's not making enough of it. Or maybe it is, and your body's just not picking up the messages. Mm. That makes sense. And there's sense. there's a lot of other things that actually, like, because um, dopamine is also a hormone. So if you have less dopamine, like I do, in your brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah, your body's not making enough of it, and that's also a hormone. Um, and then Can I get an injection too. for that? <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> because <laughs> insulin is a hormone too so it's the the same kind of thing mm. like maybe your body's not picking it up and so all of those different parts your dna genes chromosomes hormones are all working together and if for some reason that they're not working together or they're overworking or underworking then the outside of your body may not look the way that society thinks that you should mm. and that that's how you have intersex people that's interesting. I don't think I ever realized or knew or thought about the fact that all of those things are also hormones, like yeah. dopamine. There's just so many different parts that you don't understand. So when transphobes are like, well, you're XX or you're XY, it's pretty simple. It's like, actually, it's not. Or like when they say basic biology, it's like, that's weird. I took advanced biology and <laughs> it's a spectrum, bro. <laughs> oh, that's like an awesome thing to have in your in your back pocket with trans people. It's honestly people. really helpful because yeah. that a lot of the time that's what I get aimed at me as a non-binary person is that like the biological sex thing. Mm. And I'm like, please fight biology with me. I <laughs> Let's do it. You didn't yeah. go to college, so True. let's talk about it, <laughs> and I'll tell that, you about it. That really is always their go-to because it's yeah. always uh, like I remember. I don't even know where it was. Me and my mom were in the doctor's office or something, and she brought it up. She was like, "Okay, but you'll always have X." Was it? Maybe you don't. XX. Yeah, maybe I don't, mom. If, have you ever God. had them tested? I have my, no. had mine tested. I don't know. Who knows? Wow. A lot of people she... don't get their genes tested, and so I think that. Um, when they're estimating the amount of people that are intersex, they're thinking about that's not necessarily reported because you might not know, hmm. especially if you don't want to have kids. Cause that's when a lot of people figure out or they find out in like during puberty when things don't happen the way that they expected them to. Right. Well, so that's really interesting. I wish I didn't fail biology. <laughs> 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 Listen, in high school, I honestly didn't do good in biology. I told my teacher that I didn't, I shouldn't be in his class. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do science. I don't need to be in here. And he was like, just, you're fine. <laughs> and here I am. That's what I do every single day. Oh, that's awesome, though. Hmm. Wow. Well, I appreciate you sharing all that with me. Yeah. And everybody who's listening. Oh, and I do have a, I do have a plug because I'm yeah. not intersex. Um, so if you want to learn more about intersex people, I really like, um, Alicia Roth Weigel. She has done a lot of podcasts recently talking about her new book. So if you like to listen, those podcasts are really cool. Um, and she's intersex and has a lot of interesting things to say about it. And I'm reading her book right now. 
it's inverse cowgirl <laughs> is her book and i'm reading it right now and it's pretty good wow that's it an is amazing title sad i would say to prepare yourself because intersex people are not treated great by the medical mm-hmm. like community no yeah i could only imagine trans that. people aren't either but you know <laughs> yeah intersex people it's immediately when they're born so right Jeez, I couldn't imagine. Uh, but yeah, for sure, I'll plug both of those things in the description below for anyone who's interested. I'm definitely interested, honestly. So I will give both of those a look-see and a listen. And the um, book is not super science-y, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly like her her experiences and stuff. Yes, that's good for me because, you know, failed biology. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, now, okay, so I asked you what your trans song of the week was. And oh, I totally forgot about that. I gave it a listen. Great song. And it's it's a song that is very straightforward and like most yeah. of the, most most of the songs that I've had people uh bring up during Trans Song of the Week have been more like the song's not necessarily about being trans, but to yeah. them it meant something. And this one is very straightforward. It's about being trans, but tell me what the name of the song is. <laughs> I didn't write it down. Do you want me to say the name of the song? That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Dead Name by, is it Flash? I think it's Flash. That's It's Flash. a non-binary artist, actually. Yeah, Flash. Yeah, I saw that. I think it was really cool. I uh, I liked it a lot. When did you find that song recently? Um, I think I saw it on a TikTok, and I was like, um, "This is great." <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't wait. have I don't have a dead name, um, but mm. the rest of you know the rest of the song. I like my music angry. Um, I think I'm angry on the inside. So <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> I like my music to be angry and straightforward. So it was definitely giving alternative punk rock vibes, which I like. Yeah. That's mostly that's mostly what I listen to. So, word. I appreciate you sharing that, and that will also be in the description below for anyone who wants to give that a listen. Um, and what are your socials so people could follow you? Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at mix.proctor. It's m x dot p r o c t o r on Instagram. Awesome. And you can follow me at hrt podcast on TikTok and Instagram. I post on there every single day, and Patreon. Guys, I just put out a two-hour-long Patreon video about the Jubilee, Blair, Sasha debacle, and I know that everybody's very interested in that. And me and Nate from the last episode, we sat there for two hours laughing our asses off and while also being furious, which is a weird, chaotic feeling. <laughs> but I strongly suggest you go watch that. It's a whole new episode that it's just for Patreon only. So definitely go give that a listen and join the Discord because the Discord is free and you have no excuse. And that's about it. I post on here every Tuesday. And happy Halloween, everybody. It'll be Halloween when this drops. So I hope you have the spookiest day ever. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Tony, thank you so much for joining me today. This was great. Thanks for having me. Of course. And congratulations on being the first non-binary person on HRT. (laughs) Very excited about it. All right, everybody. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.